Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 4, Episode 12, where we watch Night Watch, Season 2, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. Hey, this is James. It's me, your friends, your pal, Forbes 30 Under 30 Media Luminary, um, uh, advisor to the Tsar, Max oh. Sputin. You gotta get to the point, Max. <laughs> Max Sputin is here. I definitely zoned out. I have no idea. No, yeah, I no don't know what you're going for. I don't know what you're going for. Yep, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this week, we watched Nightwatch on television. It's on A&E Network, Mr. And uh, let's see. I'll give you, why does my phone keep doing this? Stop it. <laughs> it's zoned out. No, Chris's it keeps phone. like popping up this top 10 related bullshit. Anyway, uh, so the show description... Uh, A&E Network's critically acclaimed original nonfiction crime series, Nightwatch, from executive producer Dick Wolf and 44 Productions, returns for new episodes set in Tampa, Florida. The hour-long series follows elite teams of emergency responders as they risk their lives to work the critical and daunting overnight shift in Tampa, the sun-baked city by the bay where as many as 850 emergency calls come in every night. So <laughs> that we definitely that's the show for description for the new season. We we watched an old season which was set in New Orleans, but essentially the same thing. It's same show. <laughs> Zoom tight, Max. Same show in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Yeah, uh, nonstop action. So it's cops, but also includes uh, EM, EMT, EMT, cops, and fire. Fire police? Fire police. <laughs> fire police? Wait, hold up. Fire police is a separate thing. You're fire right. buddies. Firemen seem sexist, okay? Right, that's why they're called firefighters. They fight the fires. Okay, that's fair. That's they, fair. There you have it. Uh, I guess we should start off the bat by, uh, I'm not sure it's a reality show. What do you mean? It's a documentary. Okay. Chris, we always have this conversation. I and know. It never goes and anywhere. every time I need to bring it up. <laughs> But the problem that's is just, it's not a reality competition show. But then you always make the argument that reality TV, quote, doesn't have to be a competition. But every time it's not some sort of competition, you I feel like you raise this that's question. That's not true. <laughs> My definition is it's a show set up by the producers. So like any like Jersey like Shore family vacation is set up by the producers. The people picked on the shows are set up by producers. The only thing really like... Obviously, the EMTs sign up and the producers pick who's on the show, but that, I mean, and they You're kind right. of like pick what we see because it's, it's a, a documentary, right? but like it's just you following people doing their real jobs in their real life, which would be more of a documentary than a reality show is my, some people yelled at me for that. So like, whatever, <laughs> we watched it. We're talking about it. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> I just felt like I needed to bring it up. Got to get that off your chest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the show's essentially cops. Yep. I think it's a little more exciting than cops because it's like, it's not always you following bad people. There's like, it's like, it's not all criminals. EMTs are sometimes, Oh, I, I thought he meant the bad people were the cops. Oh, I, no, it's not <laughs> always. <laughs> That's gonna, I don't Wait, know about that comment. <laughs> it's like, it's usually like sometimes like, I don't know what the difference is. No, no. I, yeah, I, so I think the, the general just with cops, right, is you're following these cops along in documentary styles. You see what's happening. But majority of like the cases that happen are they're pursuing suspects or some sort of criminals. They're following up on a robbery, some sort of violent act, you know, nine times out of ten. Yep. And I feel like at least in the episode we watched here, uh, it was a little more focused on the EMT, a little bit of the firefighting, and it wasn't always in the pursuit of a criminal or a violent activity yeah and, and so that was the real difference and also like some of the crimes that they're responding to sometimes they're very serious and then sometimes they're the most like funny not serious at all like reno 911 stuff <laughs> sorry i just called it reno 911 and said not <laughs> reno 911 yeah That's I don't, you're up. not allowed to say 911 <laughs> like that uh, so do we i i have the list of what happens in this episode so i'll go over it we can Say our highlights of what's going on. So uh, the show starts on the Friday before Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras. Uh, the first guy, uh, 
Uh, maybe we should. I think we should just go right in the menu show. Let's just go one by one. Do it. I was kind of thinking about that. Like the main thing of the show is the cases and the way that the show. So essentially, at a high level, right? The show is about four or five different cases, maybe six, oh, uh, and man. they're gonna show it. Uh, they're gonna. There's something that's gonna happen. Okay, Chris is shaking his head. There's more. I got it. We got it wrong. But uh, the point being, there's a case for some amount of time. They show it, uh, and then it's either you know the police responding to something, the EMTs responding to something, treating the patient, um, and then getting them to the hospital, or the firefighter you know alarm goes off uh, in the firehouse, and they're responding to something. That's basically the show, yeah. and you get a bunch of these like quick hits on a bunch of stuff. Yep. Uh, and that's the show. Yep. Yeah. More or less, right? You, like you, you miss one thing, which is after they deliver them to the hospital, you don't really see the patient getting delivered, but you do see sort of a debrief afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah. The debrief. The, there's in between these. Yeah. There's a little bit of a the debrief from the people that were responding. They're kind of chit chatting about what was it's going like, boy, on. Boy, that guy thoughts. sure was dead, huh? Exactly. Oh yeah, Jim. <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah. So we're gonna go through some morbid topics here. Yep. So just as a you know this warning, if this you is... don't want. Because we're gonna have, we're gonna talk a little bit about at least some of them. So like, you're warned. I would also say, yeah, warn. Be watch the show. You see a lot of graphic things, uh, and and they some don't they don't I, hide a lot. I have never seen stuff some stuff like this on television before. I definitely was kind of on my phone because I didn't want to see a lot. So like, yeah. if you're queasy or that's not your jam, I would say do not watch the show. Good call. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So the first person speaking of morbid is. Uh, this guy that they're keeping alive with this giant hammer machine. And I'm not really sure. I forget wh- how he got there, but like, it's a pretty fancy machine. And these guys are like, I don't know. They're like shocking him. They're trying to give him drugs. Like, yeah. So, so the, the case is just a man unconscious. Basically there's a man walking along the, the shoreline collapses People see this, witnesses, and they call the police, or they call 911. Yep. EMTs roll up, and this dude has no pulse. And so they, they say it's like a no code. There's also yeah. a lot of like yeah. jargon that gets tossed around, which is yeah. sort of interesting. Uh, but essentially, he has no pulse. And so they bring out this thing called the Lucas machine, mm-hmm. which I've never even heard of this or seen it. I mean, I'm definitely not an expert by any stretch of means in any of this, but like this machine looked like something out of the future. It definitely seemed like something you'd see in a movie. Right, and it's basically like a like a circular thing that goes over plunger. the person's chest with kind of like a plunger thing that is basically an automated CPR machine. I think yeah. of some nature, uh, chest compression, chest machine. compression. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just like pumping his heart for him. I get. I'm guessing it's probably something probably better, but like less portable. Maybe in the hospital, like you'd think you would have seen this in a, like something else. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, fascinating for sure. Yeah, that was definitely very interesting early on. Um, and, and so, you know, they're sort of doing the in interviews and stuff to talk with the EMTs and they're just raving about this thing and how great it is. And uh, the fact that it's so consistent uh, and it doesn't get tired as a human delivering the same kind of mechanism. Uh, yeah. So that was, I don't know, it was just cool to see. It was just neat. I mean, I mean I, it sucked for this, for this person in the situation. Yeah. But the, the tech was kind of cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, this guy was blur. His face was blurred out. And at the end of the show, they confirmed that this guy did not, did not make it. So yeah, which that's actually, just that's like, an element of the show that I was glad that they closed things out because like while you're watching it, they don't close that scene out. Like they basically once the EMTs deliver the person to the hospital, they roll out of there and they just have no idea what's going yeah. on. Yeah. So like just like an EMT, when you drop somebody off at the hospital, you have no idea how well these things are going to go through. Like right, you're just you driving around again. You don't have no idea thing. if this guy's broken femur is going to be okay. You don't know if like. This guy with the gunshot wound is going to be okay. You have no idea, really. Even though I feel like at some point there should be a feedback loop, but I don't know. It didn't seem like they get any feedback loop. Maybe they get like some sort of overall status, but never get to see those people again. Yep, it's probably most likely. I mean, that's probably true to life. No, no, no. It's definitely true to life. But like, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit of a reality one. But but something that I, I do like. Uh, is at least in this episode uh-huh. that everything is sort of a, I wouldn't say as far as a twenty four style, but in that spirit yeah. of the timestamps that sort of give you a sense. And so you teed it up, but it was you know Friday before Fat Tuesday, and I just love how like that's the six level. p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. That was it was interesting because we go through. I didn't write down what days things were, but like they have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday ends it out. Uh, 
I find it interesting that they only have like a case or two a night. So like, I mean, I'm sure they have more, just they choose the spiciest ones. Yeah. It just seems like this Mardi Gras thing could have been a couple episodes. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a really morbid way to start this episode out. And like the EMTs are definitely pretty light. They're not like devastated by this like at all. Like they're, we, they're we're more devastated. professional about the whole. St- they're very like focused and just working yep. on the problem. And we're definitely more devastated, I think, than they were. Oh, I was I was definitely cringing a bit while watching this thing. Uh, and the next case doesn't yeah. get a whole lot better. Yeah. So the next case was a guy that was shot in the head right. through the temple. Through like his ocular cavity, nerve, something. Some, yeah. yeah, basically above the right eye was the entrance, and, and then across, the like through the inside of the forehead, underneath, and exit wound through the left above the eye. And so on the radio, they they call this thing as a male shot in face, and the EMTs like look at each other like, Uh-oh. what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. they're like and none the, of those. This, yeah. none of those cases ever come out well. This might be the best case of that, almost. Yeah. Well, so that's what's wild, right? So these EMTs are discussing, like, oh, this is going to be bad, right? They're expecting to just roll in. This dude's dead. You know, gunshot wound to the head, not looking good. They show up. Guy's awake. Yeah. Guy's talking. Answering questions, knows his name, knows, like, what day it is, all this stuff. Yeah. They load him up. Oh, that was wild. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess he was also shot in the foot. Yeah. But that was, they were not as concerned about that for clear reasons. They were like, they were dealing with the head thing for a while. Like, oh shit, he was shot in the foot too. Let's deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> apparently it was, he was driving in a, in a vehicle and the vehicle was shot at and that, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It was also nuts. Like at some point they mentioned like, oh, this wasn't a 22. This was like a 45 or like. This is like a really like serious handgun or gun or whatever. Mm. And I was like, man, I never want to know how to, I never want to get to the level of knowledge to know that. Oh, yeah. This was again in that sort of chit chatty debrief after. Yeah. Which this one kind of rubbed me a little the wrong way. They were, I'm like, here, this dude got shot in the head. Like, it is bad. Uh, and these guys are just like, whoo, I don't know, a 22, it would have just bounced right off the skull or something, some kind of They were definitely making comment. light of the, the fact of the matter, but, like, he was going to be alive. Like, I think that yeah. from their perspective, like, he's alive, like, we did our job. Like, well, I mean, they definitely helped save that guy. It's not sure. like, I feel like you'd probably be more depressed about, like, the last guy that, like, didn't make it, but, like, they didn't show up on the scene. Like, I feel like you'd feel worse if you showed up and they were alive and then they didn't make it all the way to the hospital. Like you tried and sure. it just didn't oh, work yeah. out. Whereas this guy's just like, Oh, he's going to be alive. Like he's not going to, you know? Yeah. And, and then, yeah, so we should, we should jump to the end on that one. Like it turns out he did survive. Yeah. Right? He, he survives. I mean, he does lose his eyesight, which, which is definitely sucks. sad, but like all things granted, it's, it's amazing. That guy's alive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and graduated high school, <laughs> I believe or something. Yeah. That was nuts. Like they never mentioned his age at all until like the end thing where they like showed a couple people on how all that, what the happened. And it was like, he graduated high school, even though he lost his eyesight. I'm like, he was in high school. Oh, I had no wild. idea he was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. No was, idea. There was also like for people who are squeamish, there was, they show a needle going into the guy's arm during this. And I'm just like, don't do that. Dude, well, that's what, what freaks you out. Whatever no, about the needle. Freak. What about the f- fucking head wounds? I'm just needles yes, don't really that's. fucking bone jutting out of his head from when a bullet came he out of him. I'm just saying that you're squeamish. This is not a show to be watching. Oh, I agree with that, but I can't believe that they panned away from the headshot wound to them giving him an IV in the arm, and that's what got you freaked <laughs> they out. They don't freak it doesn't. Needles don't freak me out, but I just don't like to see the insertion. Okay, so, th- so the whole challenge with the the needle mobile, the IVs, was not your your jam. No, it's not okay. my jam. But man, I can't like, like I can oof. easily just kind of like kind of gloss a over. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can take. I can get a needle any day. I just don't like to see it. Mm. Okay, so he's not. He's halfway to Kara. Kara. Like I'm not like. Oh, I gotta get a shot. I'm not gonna. I'm not running away from that situation. I'm just like, okay, just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I don't need to see it being inserted into other people. Fair. I don't know. This is weird. Yeah, I was just totally distracted by again the entrance and exit headshot wound. Like, yeah, wolf. it was nuts. 
All right, let's move past let's move that. Uh, uh, let's see. The there EMTs a... hang out with some police bros yeah. and make jokes about getting shot. I did write that down. I just still like, what are we going to say about that? That's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next case is the marching band. Some, uh, some lady in the band passed out. Uh, we found out the end was uh, due to dehydration. Like we all predicted that yep. it was dehydration. Yep, she was in the marching uh, band. She was pissed yep. that she missed the end of the parade route, and she was concerned that she wasn't going to make the Mardi Gras one because I think this was on Saturday or Friday night. So she did. She did. It's a uh, it's a happy one, you know. Of all things considered, yeah, this is the second pleasant one of. Yeah, things night. worked out. It was like, okay, we, you know. Do you think that she was drinking? Mm. No, I think that, you know, it's it's February, Nola, so it's definitely not like the hottest it's going to be, but, you know, you're in a marching band. You mean, yeah. it's you're the, in high school. Maybe she forgot to eat dinner or you lunch might or something. Have a giant sousaphone or something. Who knows? Yeah. You mean it'll be the coldest month in Nola? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, given the options, I mean, like, the, the, my first thought was marching band in NOLA, that's going to be terrible because it's going to be so hot, right? And swampy and like humid. Uh, but February should be better than other times. <laughs> February is so probably know. one of the best months. Probably February one of the better probably ones. one of the better months. Okay. Yeah. That there isn't a whole lot to say about that. Yeah. Uh, then the next person was some guy that got stabbed in the neck because it oh, was Valentine's and Day. The no- and the nose. Fuck. Yeah, he was it, was, fine. it was Valentine's Day and Saturday before Mardi Gras. You got it. We got to tee up the story. About yeah, go. Guy, you though. go do. You do it, James. I mean, th- I think the most interesting thing was like, so this guy gets in a fight. But the reason he gets in a fight is so uh, the EMTs are asking, like, hey, man, like what happened? You know, clearly he has like some sort of gash or a stab wound to his neck under his one of his ears. He's got a big cut in his nose. He's bleeding everywhere all over. He's got no shirt on. Dude's looking like a mess. And so like what happens? Like. Yeah, I got in this fight and like, well, what happened? And like, so I was, you know, I got in a verbal altercation with a coworker and then she called the boyfriend and the boyfriend showed up and we got into it. And he's like, we was hitting each other, uh, you know, fist fighting or whatever. And then he's like, next thing you know, uh, his friends were pulling him off or somebody was pulling him off. And then he started realizing he was bleeding. They're like, yo, dude, you're bleeding, you're bleeding. And then he realized the dude he was fighting had a razor blade in between his fingers. Uh, so he was just hitting him with a razor blade. Yeah, this Ooh. was uh, not great. Ooh, no. Like, he was in the side of his neck. was like, ooh, I don't know. Like, that's pretty close to like... The deep cut. Yeah, well, the, the nose is a deeper cut. But oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's too close to like some sort of jugular that I'm, I'd be really comfortable with. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The EMTs seem like all chill about it, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they probably know it's Well, I mean, at that way. point, yeah. you didn't get stabbed in the jugular. So like you didn't hit a vein, yeah. you find you're gonna get. They're like you're some gonna get stitches. a bunch of stitches. <laughs> you're gonna have a scar, like th- that. Like of all things that they see, like what else would what have we seen already? Somebody got shot. Like this is like more yeah. minor. We had the first person yeah. who was a no pulse, then shot through the f- like face. And yeah. then, okay. I was really worried out, the rest then, yeah. of the show was going to be all that intense. Yeah, this was kind of a, like, it, it sounds weird to say, but a good breather, <laughs> I think, <laughs> in between some of the first I mean, craziness. The, 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 the marching band person was definitely a good, nice breather. This yeah, one was like, came back yeah, a little bit. It came back a little bit. The next one, though. is Well, there, there's also, like, one light one again, but I can't remember if that's yeah, next. Yeah, that's not next. Okay, yeah. so next. Next is this car crash. Oh, shit. This, so, like... This SUV was T-boned by this taxi, and this person must have had their their legs crossed, and she broke her tibula, and she was just in the most amount of pain of anyone in the show. Well, she she was sort of trapped in the car too, so the other people in the car were all fine. Like the kid had there was I think it was like a like a like two adults and a kid. The other the other adult was fine. The kid had like a bump or something, but like you never really fine. saw. Didn't matter. Yeah. Well, I, like they were like, it's fine, not worried. But this lady is stuck in the backseat of this car, and they show up, and it's crunched, like it is. It is crunchy mode, uh, and she is hollering. Oh yeah, she is. And the EMT is like, all right, I'm gonna be honest. This is gonna suck. Yeah. You can feel free to yell as much as you need right now. We're gonna get you out of here, but it's gonna suck. And they do. They they pull her out of that, and like. 
luckily, like, nothing else got further injured, and it was just, like, broken tibula. I mean, it's a broken Ooh, tibula. So, like, if you're yeah. not aware, that is the big bone in your leg, you know. And that's not the area. only big bone right. in my leg. <laughs> 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 I hope it's not Penalty that big box. right now. <laughs> we got to bring back Max Mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is one of the most painful bones in the body to break. And you're in this car accident. You got to be maneuvered out of this car with your leg that's broken. And she's just shaking. She's shaking because oh, yeah. it hurts so much. Oh, yeah. She's like. She's in shock. She is not having any of this. They give her some morphine, and this dude's like joking with her, and it's just like, oh man, like the like his tone versus the seriousness of this incident, just and all of these incidents are kind of like off, and I guess you just got to be that kind of person. Yeah, like it's definitely it's it, difficult. It definitely opens your eyes, or or at least is a reminder of the kind of shit that like EMT have to see and deal with on the regular, like. I wonder if it's Ooh. just like not a kind of person. Like, I feel like if I did this enough, like I was this out a year, I'd probably still be making. I'd probably make the same jokes, but like there'd be like a good bit of time where I would be like kind of devastated. Uh, I have some friends who like EMT during high school and college, and yeah, you just they just said you kind of get desensitized to it. You start to see enough garbage and like crazy or, stuff, or like sort of the keeping it light is how you cope. Mm. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the next one was an armed robbery. This is oh our first non-EMT kind of incident. Yeah, first police one. So like three uh, three guys went in and robbed a bar and all the people in the bar. And they just kind of were speeding away in this car. Some cops found them. The cops we were following were like nearby. They went and like kept with he they joined the pursuit oh yeah they were in the chase they were in the chase and at some point the driver just gets out and runs leaving the other two or three people in the car so uh, the The car's just ghost riding (laughs) yeah (laughs) so the people we watch they get all the people in the car in the ground and like whatever they They subdue the like individuals and Somebody else gets the driver, and the driver comes back, and he's just wearing the baggiest shorts. Like, they're not even shorts anymore. They were definitely just really baggy pants yep. at this point. You could see zero leg. And he's a big fella. So, like, but the other guys are pretty normal. Yeah. From, and, you know, they subdue these arm robbers. They also had a gun. I don't know. Yeah, illegal but they, gun. But they floorboard. didn't use it, so that that was good. That it it good. didn't seem like they fired the gun. No, no, it was so just on the floor. Better. I don't know what the like laws are in Nola or well, Louisiana, I mean, but it's probably still not great. But I don't think it. they give out permits for that gun. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying like that. Like they're still an illegal firearm, but like firing, like discharging yeah, a yeah. weapon is definitely. A problem, like more of a problem than not firing. Well, they're in deep shit, guys. Let's be clear. (laughs) They They most likely did some sort of armed robbery. That's like a 20 year thing. And then they, yeah, and then they're fleeing police, illegal pursuits, high speed stuff, blown stop signs, the traffic lights. They're fucked. So, Chris, (laughs) let's say you were them in this moment. Would you go, (laughs) would you go out shooting or would you do what they did? What do you mean go out shooting? Who are you sh- are you shooting no, the cops? I'm not no, I'm asking him. I'm not shooting anyone, A. And B, I'm not in this situation. So <laughs> let's be clear. Okay. I just want this to is going Max's out to go the out pu- shooting. This is going out in public, Max. I think we're gonna move on. Sure. <laughs> but if Chris was all like they're already fucked, so that's not sh- I said that they luckily didn't shoot. True, true. Is what I said. Let's let's roll back the tape here. That's true. Uh, the next one was the lightest. Er, yeah, close no, to the lightest. It's, it's, it's very So light. we get to see the firefighters for can the we, first time. Can we do a quick minutia dip here? Do a, it. You can do whatever quick you want. Quick minutia dip. Yeah. So before they, they get this, the response, this is the first scene with the firefighters, right? And so they show the firehouse, which <laughs> there's a little like fun little Easter egg here, which is the firehouse is called Squirt Twenty Seven. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Does anyone like this? Has got to be some kind of like Nola thing, or like that's like a district or a neighborhood kind of slang. No, thing. every firefighter station has a number. No, I know the number, but the name. Like, why is it called Squirt? Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I just thought it was very funny. So anyway, Squirt yeah, yeah. I don't know what That's if the they files. all have names. But yeah, like, none of them. Not all of them probably have funny names. Like that. I just liked it. It was. Funny. I can't imagine the fire chief being like, "Yeah, I'm from Squirt. I run Squirt. 27. I run Squirt. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> but twenty seven is just the like fire like. Yeah, it's the firehouse stage. number or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So anyways. Uh, so yeah. So they go to this house, and they have to break up an illegal bonfire, and they're like, "God damn it, on." And, Fucking Mardi Gras, we're out here bringing up an illegal bonfire, and they get they get out the hose. Until it's the I, smallest bonfire, too. Yeah, it's just like uh, it's it's like nothing. I like when they call it in at the end, so they obviously just roll up. They're like, okay, this is a lot. Psh, psh, fires out, and then they call in and like, yeah, the uh, the small trash fire has been put out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like these guys are like, oh, fine, put it out. Like they're like. They were just like, really? It's it. fucking Mardi Gras. You come out, you tear down our fire. There like, was definitely a like. I thought Morgan's only was the huge crowd. I was definitely expecting it to be a massive. Bonfire. There was definitely a giant party there right. for sure. Uh, clearly cold enough to have a fire, James. Cold enough to have a fire? I mean, like you know, you oh, keep warm by the fire. I don't right? know that they were using the fire for warmth. I think they just wanted to have a bonfire and light a bunch of things on fire. All right. It's like a couch burning. I don't think you're doing it to keep yourself warm. (laughs) Sometimes you are. I mean, you know, maybe in Penn State. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you are. Got to keep warm. Uh, The next one is another doozy. Uh, Some guy got his hand impaled on a fence. That was the call that came in. I know. I was so curious. And, like, they teed this up. By some guy was just like, some guy's impaled on a fence. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's got to be the shittiest. And it's like, it's real fucking shitty. But it's like the least shitty that I would expect. For, like if, for, like the, for, for anyone the being impaled on a fence. Yeah, that's This fair. is the way you'd want to be impaled. Oh, I ooh, I disagree. I dis- uh, like, well, how else do you want to be impaled? My guys? leg. Yeah, maybe like no through way. the leg or something. I don't know. No. Dude, this thing. Okay, so this is one of the. It's <laughs> to paint a picture. This is one of those like rod iron fences oh. with the square pointy triangle tips that like looks like a javelin, right? Like it is. It is sharp, pointy, and it's not moving. And this guy's hand. If you look at your hand, the rod is literally through the wrist and under and the palm, like a good three to five inches of impalement. And he cannot move because, like, he is bleeding out through the wrist. Chris, I got to tell you, you're talking to two guys who have had their hands in casts in the past three months. I'd rather lose. I, I mean, I've had my foot bandaged up, like, cast it up a couple times. I think that your hand is going to heal. Like, obviously, you don't want exactly where this guy is. But if it was through the just, like, the palm, like, oh. that's... I, just away. get it through my leg meat. There's so much more meat to go through down there. There's uh, a lot more. The, yeah, the volume. problem is the hand is full of bones and like all these very precise things. Like that is excruciating to rehab as I'm yeah. currently doing. But having like at least go through like the leg or something. At least there's a chance it doesn't go through bones and other shit, and it could be like a clean through and through. Like potentially there's like no recovery even or like minimal uh, compared to like a like through the wrist and yeah hand. yeah you don't want to go through the wrist this going oh. through the wrist is not good uh, yeah. i agree with you uh so the guy so the emt was like talking about this kind of in- impalement and she was like yeah this is an uncommon thing people jumping over fences i'm like oh that's uh, nuts but like she's saying like sometimes people have to hold them up so like i think it's through your leg you just you're just stuck having your whole weight on that I mean, that you know, that's a whole yep. different thing than this guy on the ground. And like, he's obviously in a whole lot of pain. Oh yeah. And so like they have to cut this fence out to get his hand. Like, so with they can the fence attached. with the fence attached yeah. into the ambulance, into the, the hospital. This is a good 30 pounds of fence. Yeah. They're, like, I can't imagine just sitting there being impaled for like, it's gotta be like 30 minutes where your hands impaled here. Oh, and it's like being just inhaled f- by something that's fucking vibrating because they're yeah, cutting yeah. it with a saw. When they're cutting it, it's like even like worse. Like, like, this is it, not it was fun. it was God. wild when they, they you know so they finally they cut it around they cover his face up and stuff and whatever they they cut the fence off get him in the ambulance and like stabilized 
as, as best they can, essentially. And, you know, they start asking them questions like, hey, like, what are you doing? Who are you? Do you know, like, you know, all the basic stuff. And then, the, and then you know, so, like, how this happened? And the dude just goes, I really don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I was uh, walking. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know. I was walking, and that was it. Ne- and, like, <laughs> next thing you know, I was in bed. And he just goes, I can't believe I have, I'm sitting here with this fence in my hand. <laughs> Like he's just like I don't I can't believe this what's happening All I right. can't believe it either Let's be clear here guys This is fucking Mardi Gras Sure People are hammered out of their mind This guy was probably just really drunk And doesn't have any idea of what happened I mean M- sure Maybe he was trying to hop the fence Maybe he tripped and just Jammed Might, his yeah. hand on that thing I don't know That seems unlikely Now that I've seen that like those fences should be outwaters. That is so dangerous. Just don't try to climb them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Don't climb fences. Lesson clearly learned. Yeah, I mean, climb the regular fences. Don't climb. Like, no, no. The the EMT was like, you'd be you'd be surprised. Like, all these fences, so many of them are like years and years old, decades old. Well, a lot of times they get rusted she was out and to all the, these things. Like, the NOLA fences are like these fences. Well, sure, sure, sure. Like, those are definitely bad fences, but I think in but general, I think, fences like, are pretty old. The chain link fence, you're not going to get impaled on a chain link fence. If that thing falls, the rod bends the right way. It's going you're right not through. Just like. No. It's not good. I've seen chain link fences fall with people trying to climb. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, obviously. They didn't get impaled, though, so to be fair. Yeah. Obviously, you could get hurt, but you're not going to get impaled with a chain link fence. Yeah. I mean, I think the difference here is, is like these rod fences aren't really just going to collapse like a chain link fence would. Yeah. And like, so if you fall, you're just going in the fence. Yeah. Like the fence is Definitely don't you. climb these fences. Definitely. Don't do that. This is like climbing like a barbed wire fence. Like, don't do that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the lesson of the day from who put this on. Uh, the next, the last was a pregnant woman that came, that called in and took the ambulance for some reason. Well, so the issue here <laughs> is she's been having contractions for like a day. I know it's hard to like predict when you're actually giving birth, but... Probably should have gone there earlier. And the ambulance is a very expensive way to get to the hospital. Oh, yeah. They're not oh, going yeah. happy with that, Definitely bill. don't do that. And, like, it's definitely, like, I'm sure maybe she's took some, like, classes to figure out, like, how, like, when she needs to go to the hospital. Like, when you're five minutes, stu- like, away from, uh, I don't know. We need, I don't know how to talk about this. I know nothing about it. But, like, there's a certain time when you go to the hospital, and it's when your contractions are between a certain time. Right. So I mean, there's like, definitely cases, you know, you hear about, like, when situations get bad or unexpected stuff, for sure. So I'm not saying all the But, you know, even the EMTs in the situation, like, we're basically giving you a ride to the hospital. <laughs> That's going to Well, he was like, he made a bunch of jokes about, you know, if I deliver this baby, you got to name it after me. Oh, yeah. Which right. seems very distasteful, to be fair. And, like, you know... Even if you did <laughs> deliver the baby, like, it would be different. Like, I don't know if she's delivering that whole baby in that, like, how long is that ride? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They were definitely not trying. And, like, you know, when they go to the confessionals and the EMDs are like, they're like, oh, yeah, delivering baby sucks. They're like, it's messy. There's stuff all over. The- like, we just want to get in the hospital <laughs> as quick as we can and not have to deliver a baby. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Let the hospital deal with that. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, and that was that was the end of the show. That's it. Like, well, well not we, got too, the, we got like, so the end of the show is actually the end of Mardi Gras, which apparently ends with like some sort of cop EMT firefighter parade closing down Bourbon Street, which seems kind of cool. Actually, like everyone <laughs> is on the Bourbon Street still they're throwing beads. It's a party. Yeah. And they're sort of celebrating like the public service workers here. Yeah. Uh, I, it doesn't seem closed, though. Oh, no, it still seems like the party's going. So that's what I thought. I was like, okay, so wait, they're closing down Bourbon Street, but everyone still has drinks at hand, and there are, like, the street's packed. They still got to go back to work and get all these people out of here. I wonder if it's just because the people of Mardi Gras know that this is going to happen, that they wait till this happens and then go home. Right. Or, you know, you're just out. Like, we were at, when we were in New Orleans, we were out to, like, five, six in the morning, and, like, 
you people were still out. I can't imagine yeah. that people are like, oh, you know, the MT guys <laughs> walk by. It's time to go home. I mean, like, some some will say that New Orleans is a twenty four hour drinking city. Some people, some, some, people, some would say, some would as say. I've been told <laughs> when I've arrived in Nola. Sometimes, uh, yeah, Nola is a fun fun town. Uh, it seems like this is the thing that happens though on Fat Tuesday, but I've never been there during that time specifically. I think generally it's way more packed than what you see here. Yeah. So like, it's not unreasonable to think that it's like kind of over when like these people swing by. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's the show. You guys, uh, any other minutia? We go to ratings. Um, I do have one minutia. Uh, the Lucas machine version three now supports Wi-Fi. <laughs> I like the, I like the max. I think that's there. more your internet corner, Max. Uh, max, why don't you give me a rating on this one? Uh, I liked this more than alone. I hate to say, so I'm gonna give this top third, bottom of the top. Ooh, Damn. all right, James, what do you got for me? You guys I, I'm a little bit shocked right now. Like, to be clear, I I'm struggling with this one a bit. Mostly from the angle of I don't know how many more episodes I would really want to watch. Right. Like, like I'm glad if I'm I just watched watching this. this episode, this was enjoyable. It was a good time. And if I was just reading this, I'd probably put it right in the middle. However, I don't really think that this, sh- like, I was most interested in the NOLA aspect of it. I don't know how interested in the Tampa version I'd oh, really be. No fucking way. Um, and in the end, like, like, I've seen it now and I got, we watched like 45 minutes or whatever. And I just really don't know that I want to watch like a ton more. And so like I'm gonna put in the bottom of the middle, I think. Okay. I was really debating putting in the bottom, but like the show is done decently. Like it's decently produced, it's put together fine. The thing I, the one thing I do want to knit on it a little is the chit chat banner kind of stuff. Sometimes it just doesn't kind of sit right with me, mm. but it's a little bit nitty. Outside of that, it was it was an interesting watch. So bottom of the middle. Yeah, I, I've also struggled with this one. I wanna put it in the bottom third, but I was definitely entertained. I liked the like EMT aspect. Without it, I if it was just cops, it would definitely just be the bottom third. Yeah. But I think the EMT aspect is really intriguing because it's like people helping people, which is just like that's just like a kind of positive aspect of like our like humanity. So like I'll put it in the middle third. I definitely don't really want to watch anymore. I definitely like I liked listening to it a little bit. I didn't like watching it all that much. It was like, just like shit I didn't need to see, to be fair. Would to be frank, be better as a podcast? No, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think that that's, that's where we lay. Uh, you got any updates for us, James? I know last week we mm-hmm. couldn't talk about a certain show because you weren't oh. on the show. Oh, what show was that one? Uh, Instant Hotel. Yes, I have been watching Instant Hotel. I have, I think, watched six episodes, basically, which I didn't realize was going to happen when we started it. Uh, but I watched the uh, for the episode that we actually did for the pod. Those people's complete, and so I saw like the winner of those five, that group of five. I think it, that's just five episodes. Um, yeah, I think you might yeah, be right. It's five. So because you see five, I've Airbnbs. seen five places, and then they reveal the winner. Yeah, so you've seen. Or that, yeah, then they they framed it as not the winner but the finalist. So I think that person uh, that team will go to the finals. But then on episode six, it's all new people. Yeah. So I may have seen the whole first season here. <laughs> so like I could give you some heads up on how this works. I would be curious of the format, but I definitely will keep watching it. So I would. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna spoil what actually happens. Cool. I actually don't even want to spoil what happens in the first half of the season for people. Sure. Because I think we should take. A- Step back from it, but anyway, so there's the first five like Airbnbs you see, then you see a whole nother set of five. five okay. So there's the winner of the first heat, then there's the winner of the second heat. Okay, they're given a certain amount of money, and then the winners go again. Wait, wait, certain amount of money to do what, or just prize so money. they so they like renovate, they like renovate, they like renovate. They're oh. like Airbnbs, and they go again. So they so get like, some money to like like tweak and like modify their yeah. their current existing. So they Airbnbs. take all the like feedback they've given, mm. 
and they like go again. So there's two more episodes. So there's okay. twelve episodes in total. Got sort it. of. A, and then there's like an overall winner. Okay. It's like that terrible LeBron show where they, you get some money. Yep. So it's in that spirit. It's not exactly that. <laughs> the terrible <laughs> LeBron show no one ever watched. No one ever watched. Watch. Cleveland Hustles. <laughs> also, I found out that like we can't go, like if you go to our podcast feed, you can't go all the way back anymore. What? I think we have too many episodes or we something. Have, I don't know. So many. We have to figure that out. because We like, got to start like a GoFundMe. We can't like, we can, like say, hey, go watch, listen to Married at First Sight because you can't physically should, go and get it we should probably get off podomatic yeah we need to we might have some feed issues lately soon oh soon-ish. we need to get brian to do it before he's employed again <laughs> maybe we'll figure it out uh yeah. so yeah so the first five are very you tee this up for you a little bit then are very cordial they're very fair when they're rating people arguably you just wait, James. You, oh, just wait. you just wait till the second oh, group of five. Okay. Oh, that's all I'll say about each the other s- over? That's all I'll say about the second group of five. Okay. Very they're, they're not they're they're not they're like more what you'd expect from like this kind of like oh, so I rate others and then I get rated and then wait, what? How like they're definitely more about like this whole game aspect than the first group. Which, you know. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of some of the Airbnbs? What did you think of the Coke, like there was definitely the 50s some fun style. I liked Coke. the variety overall, and so there was a bit of a retro. There was a bit sort of more modern, and then there was a bit like just over the top glamour. Then there was sort of this interesting like tropical sort of theme one, uh, and all were were sort of interesting. Um, in their own ways, and like one had like the big pool or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. They were all interesting. I thought that you know all livable and things. I found it weird in some cases where the cost, like the cost, was definitely ranging. Like I think in the first group of five, there was one that was as low as like five hundred and change, and there was one as high as like twelve hundred a night. It was Ooh. like fifteen hundred, or, or like yeah, like it was up there, and so like that was a big swing, um, and I was surprised that when they got to the cheaper one, they didn't really like give the whole value for money more. Yeah, I was surprised. The rating that. system is, as we mentioned, was the, really yeah. is really bad. The it's like no good. I could see why they did one score for all four categories because like the value for money like kind of equates into like the house and all that other stuff. So, like, it's hard to, like, say, okay, the house without, the, like, how much it costs. Yeah. But, like, Babe and Bondi's place, which is in Bondi Beach, which is, like, the cheapest one and in the best location, like, it could, their house could have been shit. Like, like it's yeah. really cheap. Sleeps 8 is next to the beach. Like, how do you beat that? Yeah. Like, you're just hanging out at the beach. Like, you don't, yeah. I mean, you're not hanging out in that, you're not hanging out the house. Yeah. The scoring system is totally flawed. I mean, you're you're definitely right. They they totally need to do the naked and afraid style where you score each category out of, it also doesn't need to be out of 10. Just make it like one out of five, like a normal Airbnb rating or something, like whatever. (laughs) But like the way they do it is it's just like, okay, give a score one to 10. And it's all just situational, like feely and unexplainable. Yeah. So but aside from that, that's like the worst part of the show. I definitely so was more. watching the show and I, my nickname for the show is shade. The show Ooh, it's oh just yeah. so much shade being thrown. It is nuts. Like, and it's not like literal shade. We're like, Oh, I can't believe they're wearing that. It's just like, it's just like, Oh, this house is so gaudy or it's so bad. Or like you, you like teed it up so good. And, and, but it's so bad because of this, this, and this, and this. And it's just like, they're not trying to be all that shady, but they are being super shady, and it's great. You've convinced me to watch more. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely watch more, especially if you like shade. It's, it's there's a lot of shade. Yeah, it's, it seems like it starts to just become more about looking for the flaws in the oh, house. Oh, it's so it's negative. The show gets, every, it's all about the, <laughs> it's all about what they hate about the show. This place where they're like, yeah, seven out of 10. Like, you didn't say <laughs> anything net positive at all during this oh. whole episode. Also, the other the other thing is the uh, the written um, feedback oh, is yeah. amazing. That part of the show is wonderful because they just read the verbatims 
to the host <laughs> live and recording it, uh, or I guess not live, but you but know, yeah, like no. like in that moment, the, that that real reaction, and it's great. Like there's some serious shade that starts to come out like, in those, which is fun. I mean, the, so, yeah, the Leroy episode. Yeah, the Leroy episode is great. Like, Leroy and, and and basically Babe are just head to head going the, at it. There's a feud. I can yeah, the Leroy when they go to Leroy's Airbnb and it's just like in this middle of the suburb in the middle of kind of nowhere and you're like how do you expect to win with that? I, I love like, Bondays. It looks like my old grandmother decorated that. She just keeps <laughs> saying that over and over again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so shady. Like every everything is very shady. And yeah. just you just wait till the next group, James. It's it's very good. <laughs> uh yeah. So I watched a bit of another season of Married at First Sight. Oh man. Is it is it like a current running? Season? No, no. I was watching whatever the season four, I think. Because okay. it was on Hulu. And it's like the show they drag, it just drags. It's so like ugh. Anyway, uh this season was kind of interesting because like it's set in Miami. Oh. Uh and like one couple uh, I'm gonna spoil a little bit of it for you if you care, but it's like a ten it's like they're on season seven, so if you care, I don't care. Uh somebody like only made it past the honeymoon. Wait, wait, can we go back to Chris's quote there? If you care, you don't I don't care. Yeah. Well, like if you if you care and but it's been like four years since the season aired, so like no, it's cool. Like, like you don't care. I, I don't the... care. <laughs> if you cared, you should have already seen it. So like yeah. So that, if you are the one I mean. married on the beach, yeah. Oh no, sorry, I'm getting blurry. Married shows. at first married sight. At first sight married on the beach with your ex. Married at first sight <laughs> naked. Naked. <laughs> we really uh, got Chris on that one. Yeah. Uh, one beach couple pool. doesn't even make it like three days into their marriage. Like they go on the honeymoon like they do after the marriage. And like on day two, they get into this giant fight and the woman's just like, nope. And like tries to be cordial for the rest of the honeymoon. And then she gets home. She's like, they like end it. Like they have to get the like judges back and be like, okay, you can end it if you want. Mm. Cause like they've clearly ended it. And she's like, yeah, I'm out. And they, what was the fight about? It was just like, uh, it was dumb stuff. It was like the it one always is. Yeah. I mean, essentially like they get married and like he smoked and she like, it was like a deal breaker for her essentially. And so there was like, they were, they wanted like a surfing lesson and she held the surfing person's hand and he got upset because you won't even hold my hand. And it was just like, we're married. And she's like, Will you smoke and like, will you drink too much? And then it was just like kind of over. <laughs> what? And this is on the day three. What is this? This is day three. And they're on their honeymoon. Like, drink too much? Like, obviously you're drinking. What is Dr. Pepper doing? These That's two are so clearly thought. incompatible. Well, I think that she, like, they showed a clip of her, like, interview being like, yeah, I guess, like, smoking doesn't bother me, like, Uh-oh. that much. So, like, clearly she just didn't either know that I bothered her that much or like the way he argued about it or like I blame mostly her because he was willing, he was willing to like quit and try to make this work. And she was just like, Nope, you act like a child. And I'm like, okay. So just, yeah. Unwilling to budge. Kind yeah, of, yeah. She was just at it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so, but I haven't so made it through the, the whole, whole season. Se- okay. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. That was just like, but like they keep bringing this couple back and I'm just like, they're off the show, people. They're not married. Stop trying to pull them in. You're like, yeah, but they now. only have six people on the show, so like, they're like they have they kind of have to. But it's just like the dude's just so upset. He's like, I really wanted to do this, and she just like gave up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm that sure sucks. they'll have him on a second chances season. Maybe I think there might be a second chances season now that you say that. So there's one other show. One oh the yeah, show. that some of us from the pod have started watching. I feel What's like Max that? really should, should tee it up here. Are you the one to do it? 
<laughs> there you go. So the new season of Are You the One is so fucking nuts. It's a it's anything goes basically is this season. Chris, Everyone you, can get with anyone. I, I we've brought up the theme before. Okay. It's, it's so good. So if you're not aware of the theme, it's bisexual theme. Uh, no, it's basically like fluid. I, what's the? Uh, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's basically anything oh, goes. Anybody can get with anybody is the whole thing. So there's a well, mix that, of guys, a mix like of girls. There's, that a mix of, there's people that are in transition, uh, and anybody like it's it's everybody's digging everybody. Everybody wants the bone. So is there just a giant orgy in this house? Not yet. Pretty close though. I mean. <laughs> the first episode was a two-parter split over a couple like part one part two style episodes yeah. which probably i don't know hour and a half two hours something like that uh and there's a lot of action i was so entertained the entire time it is there the entertainment is up there there's a lot of action in the show there's a lot of drama already that's starting to come out uh just, there's a uh a party room or a sex room whatever you want to call it i don't know there's, <laughs> always there's a, a bunch room. of action that's already happening there some people have had multiple trips in the same night in there with different people <laughs> so pretty it's pretty wild i just don't understand the format do you like trying to figure out the matching yeah, thing i just i don't like the one season i watched a couple episodes of like they, you didn't get enough info to know if you were with good people or not. Like, when you weren't given no, opportunity to find people, like if you're the right people enough, like uh, I don't know. It's, it's about the, the journey, not the destination. Yeah, but I just, I just don't like that format. I already feel like watching two episodes. You're starting to already guess it, like who's gonna get with who. Like that seems yeah, the that's fun of fine. Watching the show. You can guess who's gonna get with who. But who's the perfect couple? Sure. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's who well, you're trying to guess. Also, like, oh, I think it's them two are a match. Also, uh, there's fewer people on the show because there's more potential matches. But you don't get any feedback on if you're right and not or not till like the end, James. This no, no, really you know, you do. feedback in the like end of the episode. Yeah, there's you don't get feedback, who, and it's like they're not the perfect couple. Okay, well now there's like fifty thousand other choices. There are algorithms for how to figure it out. There are, yeah, I'm sure. There's Love also an accountant on this season who oh, yeah. is figuring out the algorithms. He has discussed the algorithms. Yeah, well, like it's what? How many people? Sixteen. Like 16 that's people. a lot of options. If you can sixteen. Yep. Well, we already know at least one that's not an option. Oh yeah, there you yeah. Go. So sixteen factorial minus one, guys. <laughs> let's. Uh, there you go. We'll see if we do it. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> let's, anyways, let's it's been it entertaining. Uh, a bunch from the pod are also watching inside. All right. Well, I think that's uh, it for us this week. You can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can email us questions and suggestions at whopitthesong at gmail.com. You can find us on facebook.com slash whopitthesong. And we'll see you guys next time.